just words I have heard all night. I just want to talk, so be serious. When we're alone, I become delirious. Kristen, you should not speak to me like that. Come in. I can't conceal the way that I feel. I plead with you to hear one last appeal. I am tortured by this torch that you carry. Your pain will be ended. Be ended? I want you to marry. Get married? Me? That shall not be. I love you. Do not care. Oh, 
That's a nice way to start out our morning listening here on Live from FM 91. We heard Caroline Miller performing the role of Valenciennes and Drake Dantzler performing the role of Camille de Rossillon. We just heard a little duet. That comes from Toledo Opera's upcoming production of The Merry Widow by Franz Lehar. Good morning and welcome to Live from FM 91, conversation and performance with some of the area's finest musicians and visiting guest artists. I'm Brad Cresswell. We're coming to you today from the Dana Performance Studio here at WGTE. I've got a few folks with me now from the production of The Merry Widow. I want to introduce them to you. That would be The Merry Widow herself, Allison Cambridge. Welcome, Allison. Hello, thank you for having me. And, and welcome back to uh, the show. Uh, you haven't been here since 2019, I believe, with Carmen, was that, that right? That is correct, yeah. yes. Yeah, although we have talked, we did a, a little Zoom interview when you came back and did the gala yes. for Toledo Opera. And we also have Keith Ferris here in the studio with us now. Welcome, Keith. Hello. And we talked a little while back about your uh, faculty recital at Bowling Green State University. You're on faculty there, but you also have a a career as a a world-famous opera singer. And you are singing the role of Count Danilo Danilovich. We'll talk more about him in a bit. I also have the co-directors of The Merry Widow here with me, Jamie Offenbach. Hello, Jamie. Aloha to you. And also Jim Norman. Welcome to you, Jim. Thank you, Brad. Yeah, you've been here before, so you know the drill, as it were. I do. I'm yeah. usually in the background, though. I do want to mention that our accompanist for today is our friend Kevin Bilsma, and he's at the piano, and we heard a little duet from uh, Caroline and Drake. We're going to hear more in a bit, but first we're going to talk about The Merry Widow. This is happening a week from today, actually, Friday, February 10th at 7.30 p.m., And Sunday, February 12th at 2 o'clock p.m., it's at the Valentine Theater. You can get more information at ToledoOpera.org, or you can call them up at 419-255-SING. That's 7464. And Toledo Opera is a sponsor of programs here on FM 91. So let's talk about The Merry Widow. Maybe I'll start with uh, the the co-directors here, Jim and Jamie. And you can tell me uh, in five words or less, what is the plot of of The Merry Widow? (laughs) Five words or less. Okay, Jim, go for it. (laughs) Thanks, Jamie. I'm giving. You're very giving. (laughs) But but what's it it about? And and this is like one of those popular operettas that actually gets performed the whole thing. You know, often we hear like an overture to some forgotten operetta in the concert hall. But you're doing the whole thing here. So what do you what do you uh, have to say about the the well, opera we're, itself? Well, we're we're in Paris, and uh, the widow ha- is recently widowed, and she's come into a lot of money, two hundred million francs. So, um, Pontevedro is a fictitious country, as in all operettas, and uh, the <laughs> fatherland is broke, and they need her to marry a Pontevedrian, so we can keep those two hundred millions in the country. So there are several suitors uh, who would love to wed her for her money, but Danilo comes along and they've had a history, (sighs) and that throws a whole wrench into the whole story. So we'll let you come to the opera and see how it all fleshes out. Yeah, that's more than five words. Sorry. It's it's an operetta in three acts. (laughs) Well said. I salute you. you. Thank you for what you're doing. Yeah, well, let's talk with uh, our two artists here, Allison Cambridge and Keith Ferris. Uh, Allison, you agree with that? You're smiling. You agree with everything Jim said? 
Yes. Yes. Because um, if you disagree, now is the time. <laughs> no, I agree with all of that. And what's fun and makes it an operetta is there are a lot, lots of fun little twists and turns. And love triangles, quadrangles. Um, wow. And yes. Yeah. Um, and, and dancing. And, and lots dancing. of dancing and familiar tunes. Um, well, yeah. the duet that we heard is between the couple uh, Camille and uh, Valenciennes. That's, they're sort of a subplot, right? Yeah, they're like the junior couple. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the quadrangle comes into play, right, between the four of you. So you guys have a history, as it were, uh, in the performance. Now, this is basically a, a, a comic operetta, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so it's the first time you've done something comedic on stage since the pandemic wiped out so many performances. Oh, absolutely, and it's, a, I think, since Barbara Seville that we've done a comedy on stage, yeah. so it's been a while. And it's a great time to bring it back, as you said, because of the pandemic, and things should be a little bit on the lighter side, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what do you think of... Uh, working together i mean the singer standpoint keith you can talk a little bit about uh working with co-directors because that's not necessarily the usual modus operandi how, how has that been oh it and they're sitting right here by the way so you can only say good things it's um brad it's miserable <laughs> <laughs> i'm just joking no it's um it's been seamless it's been seamless um i I don't feel like it's been a, a change. Yeah. I, yeah. I, um, we've been working very closely with 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 Jamie and Jim. Yeah. Um, to to just make sure we have a clear idea of of you know of, of what we're doing. Because there's have you so many it? parts to an operetta. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's not just a park and bark grand opera. There's so many the dialogue, the dancers, the chorus, all of these props that have to you know this fan that that uh, goes throughout the story is is quite important so there's all those different things that it helps to have a diff two sets of eyes on yeah it. and i would say there is a uh, a definite vision that happens at the beginning but it becomes a collaborative experience when everybody gets into the room from the choreographer to the maestro that we have to our artists who are you know fantastic at bringing something to the table so everybody's everybody's adding to the to the brief in my previous experience with this with this piece um I remember it, it took a village. It took a village to get this yeah. together because there were so many aspects to it. And so well, it's a large yeah. cast for one thing. Yes. I mean, when you look at the uh, website at ToledoOpera.org, you can see like all the singers and all that are involved in the, in the production. And it's a long list, long list of solos. Now, Keith, you've done this role before. Yeah. Yes. And what about you, Allison? Yes, this is my third time. Wow, yeah. your third time. Well, we're glad that you're gracing us with your your version of uh, Hannah, the Merry Widow. We're going to hear more about the Merry Widow in a moment, but first, we're going to turn it over to you, Keith. Can you introduce the piece of music you're going to sing? It's a very catchy melody. It is. It is. This is this is Danilo's entrance aria. Um, although although very different in style, it reminds me of the bel canto. Cavatina, where the character comes out and, and this is who I am. Yeah. This is who I am. Danilo loves a good time. He likes to feel alive. And his, his uh, if, if you remember the show Cheers, <laughs> um, he's talking about Maxime's. That's like his cheers, except there's a yeah. lot more going on at Maxime's. 
<laughs> so he's the Ted Danson to your uh, Danilo, right? I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. He um, um, he 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 comes into this scene because uh, he's been called to the fatherland. He's a diplomat. He's been called in for something very serious. He doesn't know what it is, but he has just spent the evening at at Maxime's. He kind of stumbles in. He's a little um, he's a little worn down, <laughs> and um, the first uh, the first line he says the the the, the fatherland asks for Count Danilo, and here he is. Where's the fatherland? And uh, and so this aria is basically about his experience at Maxime's, and, and, yeah. and um, he, he gets to um, canoodle with all the grisettes. And, uh, <laughs> the grisettes being like the showgirls. The, right? Yeah, like Lolo, Jojo, Dodo, and, Juju. And we're, Don't forget we're Margot. And Margot. Margot. <laughs> Poor Margot. <laughs> yeah, and these are portrayed on the stage, these characters also. Absolutely. Yeah, they're just part of that. Dance that, the can-can. Yeah, yeah. that big that By our big brilliant cast. choreographer, Dom Glover, who's a local dancer here. Yeah, who's conducting the show? Jay Ernest Green. Okay. Who yeah. actually went to the University of Toledo as a trombone major and then went on to Peabody to get his uh, his conducting skills. And he's conducted with Marvin Hamlish, wow. the late Marvin Hamlish, and now with Paul Schaefer of yeah. Late, late uh, Show the with Late David Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great colleague to work with. So he has mm-hmm. uh, quite a pedigree when it comes to this sort of music. Absolutely. That's great. Well, Keith, let's uh, let you get to the microphone and sing with uh, the pianist Kevin Bilsma. We're going to hear. I'm going to Maxime, sort of the entrance aria of the character Count Danilo Danilovich, sung by Keith Fares, here on Live from FM 91. a breakfast on the run and never stop for lunch till one when the papers take up too much space I found them in my fireplace for no one seems to know or care just what I do or why I'm there the conferences that I attend fill me with horror and with dread because they never seem to end and when they do the issue's dead at times I feel I won't escape that I'll be strangled in red tape that's why I have to get away so every night you'll hear me say I'm going to Maxime's to lose myself in dreams I'll play in that oasis with all those lovely faces la 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 they help me to forget my pain. 
and my troubles chasing while lovingly embracing. Lolo, dodo, juju, poco, maco, flu, flu. We heard an aria from the baritone Keith Fares, along with pianist Kevin Bilsma. Keith is playing the role of Count Danilo in The Merry Widow by Franz Lehar. It's opening at Toledo Opera a week from today, February 10th, Friday evening at 7.30 p.m. There's another matinee performance at 2 o'clock p.m. the following Sunday, February 12th. This is all happening at the Valentine Theater. You can find more information at ToledoOpera.org. Or you can call them up at 419-255-7464. That's 419-255-SING. And Toledo Opera is a sponsor of programs on FM 91. Keith, kudos to you for singing that aria. It's not really easy, is it? It It is not. Yeah. It was uh, the first time I I, I performed Mary Widow. I I was 32 if I'm doing the math correctly. And yeah. I remember it being This was last then. year, right? Yeah, last year. It was last year. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was high then. Yeah. And uh, I remember I was doing the Dottie Danner production and tons and tons and tons and tons of dancing. I think I lost about 10 pounds wow. just going to rehearsal. You went on the <laughs> Danilo diet. I did. Right? It, was the <laughs> it was the Danilo diet. Well, I'm joined here, if you're uh, just tuning in to Life from FM 81, I've got Keith Ferris. I also have Allison Cambridge, who is playing the title role in The Merry Widow. Uh, let's hear about The Merry Widow herself. Uh, tell us a little bit about this, this character, Allison. Well, she's lost her very wealthy husband. She's been left a fortune. Um, she's coming to Paris looking for a good time, perhaps to meet a gentleman. And uh, she is, you know, she's formerly a peasant girl herself, and she has a bit of a past with Donilo. Not much to her surprise when she arrives in Paris. She has lots of suitors who are claiming to be interested in her for her beauty and her charm, but you yeah. know, she's, she's a wise one yeah. um, and suspects they might be after her for, for her money. Um, alas, she runs into Donilo. And there's a spark after all these years. And again, without giving everything away, um, you know, some some shenanigans ensue, a bit of flirting, a -a tete-a-tete, if you will. And um, and yeah, and so that's sort of what happens. And maybe there's a happy ending. Yeah, we're we're saving (laughs) some of the the info from the operetta to the to the end, so people have to come see it, right? (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Um, now, let me talk with the uh, co-directors here, Jim Norman and Jamie Offenbach. Jamie, you've been here before uh, with your directing hat on. Can you tell us a little bit about your Actually, this is experience? my first time with the company as a director. I was here back in 2014 uh-huh. uh, as Mephistopheles and Faust. Um, yes, and I retired from the stage uh, just right before the pandemic and have uh, moved back home to Hawaii, which is where I'm from. And uh, I'm the artistic director there for Hawaii Opera Theater and have gotten into directing. And so my buddy here just called me up and he said, hey, 
why don't you come down to Toledo and we'll do this together? And of course, <laughs> I jumped at the chance. That's wonderful. So have all the singers said they want to sing in Hawaii now? Not yet, but I'm expecting. <laughs> Hi. Alice <laughs> yeah. in Cambridge, signing yeah. up for duty. Yeah. Especially right now with uh, the weather as it is. I haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah. Tell me about the process of co-direction. I mean, how does that work for the, the two of you? I mean, you obviously know each other fairly well. Yeah, I think it can either be a blessing or a curse. In this case, I would say it was a blessing. Um, we naturally fit together very, very well. Um, I hope the cast agrees with that. Um, there's a symbiotic relationship uh, ever since the beginning that we started this process uh, with rewriting the script because um, I wasn't happy with the script, so I took it upon myself to write that script, and then Jim would give me notes back, and we would add those into everything. So very from the from the very beginning, I think we worked really well together. Absolutely, yeah. and the script is hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, from your prior experience as a singer, does that play into how you work with other fellow singers? Um, I think so, yeah. I like to try to give a little bit of leeway when I'm directing. Um, yeah, I mean, like I mentioned at the beginning, there's an overall vision at the beginning that I start with, and I come into it, and it's all in my head. But to actualize it and put it on stage, of course, you have to be amenable to change and, and to listen to artists who bring in their, their dearth of knowledge and, and, and want to create. So I think... Um, I think I allow for that. I'm not, I think, I, I believe I do allow for that. Yeah. yeah. You absolutely a, do. Both of you do. And it's yes. really a wonderful process. As as Jim said earlier, it's great having two eyes on the stage in a, in a rehearsal because Jamie might pick up on something, a nuance within within the dialogue of a scene, and then Jim will notice, oh my gosh, chorus girl number four didn't enter and she forgot to bring the tray and right. the this and the that. Would that be Margot? Or <laughs> <laughs> we can't Margo. blame Margot for that we one. We can't blame Margot for much. Yeah. Um, and then also, I've worked with Jamie before as a singer, oh. actually in a production of The Merry Widow, and so it's been very nice. He sort of already knows sort of how I've done Merry Widow in the past, right. and even though this is your joint co-production, they both have been able to be like, hey, if you want to infuse a little bit of Alice in here or whatever, you know, go with go with your gut. And yeah. that's always nice to have that trust um, and collaborative spirit with directors. Yeah, it's not a, it shouldn't be a dictatorship, right? I mean, mm-hmm. otherwise it just becomes a really um, uncomfortable, not a good situation. And I, in the past, have had that quite often in my career. So yeah. I, I mm-hmm. want to get rid of that. If a singer isn't comfortable on stage, it's going to show. So yeah. if you tell, oh, you've got to cross down here, and they just don't feel it, the audience is going to know that. They're like, yeah, they were told to just walk down there. Yeah. So I think it's really important to have that collaboration so everyone feels comfortable because they have to bring the characters to life. Yeah, sounds like a wonderful rehearsal period, which you're in right now. You've got uh, a week until the show opens. Allison, you've got some of the best music in the show. You've got, you know, that wonderful, wonderful song, Vilia, which yes. you're going to sing for us momentarily. I wonder if you can introduce that, talk a little bit about that piece. Um, it's really sort of a standalone piece in that um, it doesn't move along the plot of the story of the Merry Widow. Rather, it's a song that she's singing from their beloved Pontevedra from their home country. It's sort of um, 
not a folk song, but it's a familiar tune to all of the people who were at her party. And it's one that she starts singing. She's like, come on, let's sing this nostalgic song from our homeland. And as she starts singing, everybody, of course, knows the words and everybody starts singing along. And um, whether you've been to an operetta or the Merry Widow before, I guarantee anybody who's new to this audience, they will know this song oh yes i've heard this one oh yeah. it's so pretty i think yeah. it's where rogers and hammerstein got edelweiss yeah. <laughs> i really do oh, it's, it's very similar to that and, and the a, music a... the music is so sumptuous right and yes. so beautiful throughout the piece but especially mm -hmm. in that absolutely it's just breathtakingly mm -hmm. beautiful yeah totally and if people want to sing along at home during this broadcast they're certainly welcome to do so yes or at least hum along right <laughs> of course yeah ellison cambridge along with pianist kevin bilsma Allison is going to sing the song Vilia, the Witch of the Wood. I should mention you're all singing in English, as we've heard, uh, English translation. So this is an excerpt from The Merry Widow from Toledo Opera, here on Live from FM 91. Thank you. 
That is soprano Allison Cambridge performing the role of Hannah Glavari, along with pianist Kevin Bilsma. We heard a very famous excerpt from the operetta The Merry Widow by Franz Lehar. That was Vilja, sung by Allison here in our WGTE studios. I'm joined by cast members from Toledo Opera's production of The Merry Widow, also the co-directors, Jamie Offenbach and James Norman, And we also have Keith Fairs here along with Allison Cambridge. Earlier, we heard from another young couple in the uh, production that is Drake Dantzler as Camille and Carolyn Miller as Valenciennes. And before we uh, end the program this morning, I want to see if anybody has any final words or anything you want to add to the uh, discussions henceforth. Yeah, I would just like to point out, uh, for me, um, this is an especially important uh, piece because uh, and time uh, that we're doing it. We've just come out of this horrible time in in our history, you know, as humans. Um, 
one of the one of the worst ones. And uh, this is a celebration. This is joyous. This is a time for people to come back into the theater, to experience live theater together, communicatively in a room uh, where this live event is happening. I I couldn't um, stress more. Um, how how beautiful, how joyous this occasion is uh, for for not only um, the audience but also for us as performers. And this has something for everyone. If you've never been to the opera, this is something to experience. You've yeah. got beautiful music, hilarious dialogue, and great dancing. And, in, and like Jamie said, it's very uplifting. If you don't leave the theater humming the tunes, yeah, something's, something's wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Keith? What do you what do you have to say to? potential audience members. I have I've lost count of the number of times that I've been crying laughing in rehearsal because it's so funny. It, yeah. it it's uh I don't get much of a chance to 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 participate in a production like that and that comes from the support that I feel from from um from Jamie and Jim. You know, I I I'm doing double duty right now. I'm teaching at BG and I'm coming yeah. into rehearsal and when I come into rehearsal my blood pressure drops 10 points. And <laughs> and uh it's, it's just, it's truly hilarious. Like Jim said, yeah. It's uh, the audience is in for a, a a treat, maybe a surprise for some of them. Yeah. What, what do you say, Allison, to uh, listeners? Um, you're going to come to the theater and you're going to have a really, really good time. I would challenge somebody not to. Yeah. I was sitting in rehearsal the other day. And I texted one of my friends back home in New York, and I said, we have got a show here. I was just so entertained, and I'm in the show. But I'm like, this is so much fun, <laughs> watching all my colleagues up there singing and dancing. And as a, you know, as like a lyric spinto soprano, I'm often getting killed or dying or <laughs> killing someone else. And Careful, uh, I may put that in, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a naturally, like, sort of like happy, upbeat person. And it's so nice to sort of infuse that happiness and joy in the rehearsal room and into a show like this and just have a great time. That's wonderful. Well, we look forward to that performance. Those performances, I should say, it's happening Friday, February 10th at 7.30 p.m. Sunday afternoon, February 12th at 2 o'clock p.m. at the Valentine Theater. More information on The Merry Widow by Franz Lehar can be found at the Toledo Opera website. That is toledoopera.org. You can also call them up at 419-255-SING or 419-255-7464. Toledo Opera is a sponsor of programs on FM 91. Well, thank you guys for joining us today and sharing your talents. We really look forward to uh, your performance next week. Mahalo. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. You've been listening to Live from FM 91. The broadcast engineer for our program is Chris Pfeiffer with assistance from Logan Cooney. I'm your host and producer, Brad Creswell. Thanks for joining us today here on your public radio station, FM 91.